0: Welcome to Financial Life Planning. I'm your host, Mike Morton, and today we've got a very special guest. Andrea Miller is here with us to discuss some of the top topics that we like to discuss on this podcast, which is not only about the financial side and the numbers, of course, but the life planning around our other resources, whether we've got energy, attention, your time and other things so andrea is another life planner let me introduce andrea she's a registered life planner she's also a cfla a cpa a pfs i don't know if you want some other acronyms after your name as well she runs andrea miller life planning where she does a lot of coaching and helping people through transitions understanding what's really important to them so andrea welcome to the show love to have you here
1: Thank you, Mike. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited about our conversation today.
0: Yeah. Why don't you, before we dive into the topic for today, why don't you get started and just let us know a little bit about your background, kind of how you ended up where you are today.
1: Sure. Well, I started out as a CPA doing taxes. I went and got my accounting degree because my parents told me I better get a degree where I could get it done in four years and I better be able to get a job. So that's why I went into accounting, which I still am so glad that I did that because it gives me so much valuable skills for anything in life. And then from there I went and worked mostly at big four accounting firms. I did the tax, did all the tax deadlines, 100 hour weeks and all of that. And then luckily I found financial planning, which I thought was so much more interesting because you can actually help people and help yourself and it's so much more interesting than just oh my gosh the tax on the form and getting the deadlines done and so i did that for a while and then i ended up becoming the director of financial planning at aicpa and so i loved that role for a really long time that was like i found my perfect thing this is my personality because i'm not really a cpa technical kind of person but i didn't realize that I was just going Mm -hmm. along with life with what I was told to do, make the money you need to make, get the degree that's going to give you the safety you need in life. And I'd never really thought about that. But I had some things happen in 2015 that kind of woke me up. I was, uh, as we've talked about, Mike, I was asleep at the (laughs) wheel until that time. And Mm -hmm. I was just going along. I worked, I, I guess I just got in the mode of work fulfilled me and that's what Mm i made my life and so i wasn't really present for everything else so i was going along like that working all the time working so much during the week that then by the weekend i was so depleted i was just like had no energy for anything but then in 2015 i had three different things happen i my dad got diagnosed with alzheimer's Someone very close to me tried to commit suicide. And then within the same month, the love of my life up until that time suddenly passed away. He had a pulmonary Mm. embolism and died just like that. So unfortunately, it took for me these three tragic things. And it really was the third one that woke me up to start. I had never really examined my life. Mm. And I was thinking, wait a second, there has to be more to life than that it was so sad. And I went through a lot of sadness, but it also got me thinking, how do I have more fulfillment in life? There has to be more than sitting at my computer every day until late and then getting so tired when I have free time that I'm not even there to enjoy the other things. And so mm-hmm. that just sent me on the path to start searching out and thankfully as someone pointed out to me the kinder institute of mm-hmm. life planning and so i thought oh i'll go do that just i was more doing it to see how can i do that for myself but i fell in mm-hmm. love with it and i thought oh my gosh everybody needs this because we're living life kind of blindly on the treadmill just taken from one thing to the next so busy with all the things and this is about living life much more intentionally and what is it because we all have our unique path of what fulfills us but a lot of Mm -hmm. times we're living life based on what you know in childhood the messages we got of what we should do or what people around us tell us we should do or it can even come through your dna that you Mm -hmm. have things that you are focused on because it's just wired into you and you're not even aware of it So just, I just thought everybody needs this because so many of us are just going along year after year after year kind of having life by default rather than life Mm. by design. Um, So that's what led me into the life planning and coaching. And when I started doing life planning and uh, in the very beginning, I just had a lot of people willing to let me practice on them. Mm -hmm. And every time what we would do is get the vision of what they really want for their life, figure out what that looks like. And then as Mike, you talk about what could possibly get in the way. And every Mm -hmm. almost every single time people said it was themselves. It wasn't people on the surface think it's time or money or whatever. But when you really go deeper, really, we're getting in our own way. And so then that's what led me to go get a lot of coaching certifications that I understood Mm. more. Well, how does the brain work? How does our mind-body connection work? And all these things that run us that we're not even aware of. So that's what led me into then putting my business together and a process that I take people through that helps them get really clear on what their vision is, what their values are, what their life intentions are getting really clear what's getting in the way and seeing things that might not be so obvious when you're in your own head and right. then making their vision a rea- reality. That's my quick story of yeah. why I'm where I am. And, and now I want to make sure people have these little tidbits of information because I don't think we're taught these things along the way. I didn't know about this stuff until I had my own life tragedies really that made me start paying attention and i'd love people to know these things without having to have tragedies happen that wake them up
0: thank you so much for sharing that that whole story briefly but wow there's a lot in there and sorry for your loss and the tragedies during mm-hmm. 2015. If I could take you back for a minute, one of the, there was a lot of things you said that I really want to follow up on, mm-hmm. but one of them, you said you took the director of financial operations or director of finance, and you thought that was like a great job at that time. You're like, oh, this is so wonderful. It feels so great. But even that, now you're saying looking back, wasn't fulfilling you what you really need. So can you go back to that time and what was great about that job, but what do you now realize maybe wasn't fulfilling you?
1: Yeah, I think as humans, we want to progress and do different things. And so I think that that job was perfect for me at the time. I had gotten a career coach when Mm. I was in public accounting. And I just thought this, when I was doing the taxes and the financial planning, but having all those tax deadlines and I got to a point, this isn't for me anymore. And then I got a career coach and figured out, okay, my number one thing is flexibility. And my second thing is that I want to be passionate about what I do. And I kind of figured out with her, what is it that looks like my ideal? And then I was really depressed because I thought my ideal doesn't exist. Mm. But then Mm -hmm. what's so beautiful about getting clear like that is stuff just starts happening. And I was doing a lot of networking at the time to figure out what's my next move. And people kept saying, the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants. Have you thought about them? Because they're actually moving from Jersey City to Durham, and I live in Raleigh, North Carolina, and it's the association that supports CPAs, and I am a CPA. And I just thought, (laughs) what am I going to do there? I'm used to client work, and I kind of dismissed it, but it just kept popping back up. And then when I finally went to give it a chance and looked at the job description, it was exactly what I was looking for and what i had designed there was tons of flexibility tons of different ways to work compressed schedules work at home like not having to do the typical thing being in an office all the time Mm -hmm. and i had grown up in a way where facetime was the thing you just have to show your face rather than what do you get done Mm -hmm. so i think i just loved that position because i had been in firms working with just the people around me, but working in that role as di- director, I got to work with all these incredible members from all around the country. And mm-hmm. you, the, the kind of people that you meet are the ones that they're successful at what they do, but they're also the kind of people willing to volunteer and give back and help others. They have, you know, they're people that are just amazing people. And so I loved that for a long time. But it was my own fault that I, that started to not be so fulfilling down the road. It was for a good many years, but I think I just got into overwork and wanting, because you can imagine as a dot org, there's a million things you could do. I cared so much for the cause. I wanted to make these members happy. And so I just put my own life on the back seat and did everything I could to make everybody else happy. And at some point mm-hmm. that burned me out and was no longer fulfilling. And I could have shifted that. I, if I had been aware of that, I probably could have shifted and made it better. But once I got introduced to life planning and these life events happened, that's what made me go a lot deeper. Because you know, a lot of times in life, we're kind of just surface living. Oh, I think I'll do this, and then you go to that. But I had never done a deep dive, and that's what got me really clear that, and I probably wouldn't have known that if I hadn't gone through these experiences that I did, that what I love is just help guiding people to create the life they really want to live and be intentional about it and have that fulfillment, that peace, that joy that we're all seeking because I think life is a lot of us, including me, we get, we treat it as an external game. What are we going mm-hmm. towards next? What are we achieving? <laughs> what are we doing? Like it's an external game, but really it's internal. It's all internal. What is it that's true to you that are your values? What's most important to you? And if you get the internal, which isn't easy to figure out, but if you get that, then whatever happens you can keep that peace that joy that fulfillment and so that's what i had never known and that whole process led me through that so i don't know if i answered your question well but
0: (laughs) yeah well you only brought up about 15 other things that i now want to ask you about so we're gonna we are going to hone in on today's conversation in just a minute but i want to highlight a couple things that you said one is that you hired a coach to help you get clear on the things that were important to you. And you mentioned a couple of those things were pa- being passionate about what you were doing, who you were serving and what you were doing, uh, using your skills. So passionate or, or energized around the work itself. And the other thing was the flexibility you mentioned. I wanted flexibility. And those are a couple of things I had talked about in a recent podcast around the logistics mm-hmm. matter, not. And I don't mean logistics only in the sense of working from home or the commute or the flexibility of hours but also that internal maybe logistics like here's the things that i'm interested in and passionate about yeah. and having an external person really helped you solidify that so that then you can go and look for the opportunities or the opportunities will arise right they're always going to be there the opportunities are there yes. you just now are aware of them so i think that was a really important point that the more clear you can get, whether it's with help with a coach or someone else, or just sitting and journaling or whatever it takes about the things that are really important to you is a great first step. And the other thing that really hit me was. You mentioned the check, we're like a checklist, the external, I call it like the checklist here And Americans are just checklist oriented. Hey, I'm going to get like Mm -hmm. the job. I'm going to get the salary. I'm going to get the house. I'm going to get the the partner. I'm going to get the kids. Like, but then I'm going to get the car and like, it's all checklist driven rather than what's deeper and kind of more important. So thank you for pointing that out. So many directions we could go with this, but today I really want to explore with you a topic around the attention, energy and attention that we're giving away our time and energy without being aware. You just mentioned that we're just a, we're kind of like zombies through life, just asleep at the wheel, giving away you know, our time and especially the attention piece. I'm really curious about. So let's define that problem a little bit more. How are we asleep at the wheel? How are we giving away? our time and attention and then hopefully we can get to what we can do about that.
1: It's really the human experience because a lot of times we want like, what, I've been giving away all this time and energy and not focusing where I wanted to be? And then people tend to think, oh my gosh, I just wasted all that time because I wasn't aware. It's very difficult to be aware of it unless you take the time and effort to start getting in tune to reflect to start seeing how these things are running. I always like to think of this little triangle to kind of keep the flow, to keep it simple and keep me on my own path. At the top of the triangle is what we're focused on, and that's where we're putting our attention. And then whatever that is leads to our behavior, and then our behavior leads to our results. So the top of the triangle, what we're focused on, what we're giving our attention to, that's the number one place where you can shift your entire life experience. And a lot of times, without knowing it, we're giving attention to these things that are these unconscious beliefs that are running how we're living our lives that we're not even aware of. So the best way to start getting in tune with it is to pay attention. What are the results you're getting in life? Do you like the results you're getting? Like if, if we went back to my example, if I'd paid attention, my result was that I was working all the time. And then by the time I wasn't working, I was so depleted, I was just having to sleep. If I went to family mm. events or anything, I was barely there, I wasn't present. I was worried about work. And by the way, the love of my life at the time who Suddenly passed away. I wasn't there with him when we were together. I was worried about work in my head But what I didn't know was all the subconscious stuff running me. That's how I got my worth Oh, that's what I am in control of to do a good job at work So then I can please everybody and make everybody happy and have all these achievements the external like you're saying but I wasn't in tune with that so if I had just paid attention to weight Because isn't it crazy? Like you would think that would be obvious to me. I'm tired. I'm working all the time. Life's passing me by. And I love work. I still love work. And probably everyone who listens to your podcast are high achievers. And I think high achievers are more susceptible to all of this because you want to accomplish so much. You want to be your best. You want to contribute to the world. And then I think you're even more susceptible to all of this. So I think That's the key is if you can get in tune with the results you're having, and then you can kind of back into it. Like, what's my Mm -hmm. behavior? What's driving that? And you can start to figure out whatever is causing that behavior. Is it true? And start to just ask yourself the question.
0: Are you ready to create your ideal lifestyle? Let's discover what's most important to you and design a plan to have more of that in your life. Go to meetmikemorton.com. All one word, meetmikemorton.com. I wanna get into that flow chart, the triangle and, the, and how that works. But before I do that, I wanna go back to something you said because you said you love work. Right. And high achievers love work and also not just work, but generally speaking, life is super busy. You got a couple of kids and you want them to be achievers. And so you're supporting them and all their activities, which just got nuts these days and these decades, it's unbelievable. So how do you now knowing that you love work, you love what you do, but how do you balance that, with the love of that and being able to pour more and more of yourself into that with the other things that are important in your life? How do you do that today?
1: Well, the beauty is that I figured out the counterintuitive truth that pe- people believe that if you do more, do more, do more, you're going to have better results at work or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And so the truth is that if you are rested, if you take care of yourself, if you take time to be present in your connections and you're rested when you sit down to do your work, you could actually do your work much better and in a much shorter amount of time. So I just stay, the, I stay balanced by making sure that I'm spending enough time in the areas. I kind of call it my vitality, which is what gives me my energy. That's the taking care of yourself, eating well, sleeping well, exercising, ha- meditating, whatever it is that gets you centered and within yourself. Because if you don't do that first, how are you going to be good for your work or the relationships you have? So then also making time for connections because there were humans. There was that, you probably heard of the Harvard study where they studied people for like 85 years. There's nothing more important Mm. than our relationships and our connections. So I make sure that I have that carved out and when I'm with people, I'm present and there. And I guess it's just through testing out that I figured out, oh, I actually can do more. I'm more effective, I do better work when i don't work so many hours and i i'm a person where i have to design it out of course nothing's perfect but i'm a huge lover of blocking and figuring out what does my week look like and i block like this is the time for me to i have my exercise time you have to block time for yourself because otherwise everybody else will take over won't they and then you'll Mm -hmm. have nothing left and are you really getting everything done well when you leave nothing for yourself so i just intentionally the three areas my vitality my connections and my contributions which is the work and i make sure on my calendar that i have it blocked out of course it's not perfect because we all know things happen so getting really intentional because we only have what do we have 168 hours a week how do you want to spend those hours and designing it, that's to me the most effective way. So it was really hard, but it it happens by slowly just doing it anyway. And then finally, when you look at the end of the day, did you spend the time on what was most important to you? Did you show up as the person you want to be? Did you live your day in alignment with your values? All of that kind of stuff just keeps you on track.
0: That is amazing. That's awesome, and I love the way you think about it in terms of the results. Are you getting the results that you want? But I was going to ask you, and you already answered it, how do you do this? And you mentioned the time blocking is the way you think about it. the three categories? Was it vitality, connections, and contributions? And then blocking out your week or multiple weeks to make sure you have a nice balance between that. And I said it so many times, but it's really hard for me personally and for everybody I talk to around like you have to do a lot for yourself first. You've got to put yourself first if you want to show up the way that you want to and be the best self when you're in those moments. And I know I've done the same thing. Like when I come back from a run, I am twice as productive in the next two hours than I was previously. You know, I mean, I can get twice as much stuff done. So to your point, are you just busy, you know, spending time mindlessly yeah. or are you really intentionally being productive in whatever it is, whichever of those areas it is. So I love that you do the time blocking. So there's uh, one way of thinking about it. And it's fantastic making sure that you're balanced around those things. Now, I wanted to get back to the other thing that you mentioned earlier which is the attention leading to the emotions, to the behavior, to the results. I have the triangle in front of me, but for our listeners, it's like this. Attention is at the top of the triangle. And then the next point in the lower left is your behavior. And the last point of the triangle is your results. So attention leads to behavior which leads to results. So can you talk about that kind of flow and maybe give an example of the way it was before for you or for somebody, a client or something, and then the way that you were able to change that so you were ending up with the results that that you wanted, given what you're paying attention to at the top.
1: Yes, and like I said before, it's hard to see the one at the top, what you're paying attention to a lot of times. That's kind of mindless, it's all the other things. So I'll give an example of one of my clients. She came to me because she, was getting ready to turn 65. She really wanted to retire. She felt like the job that she was in wasn't aligned with her values. And she was doing what we've been talking about, Mike. She was a high achiever, so she was working all the time, missing a lot of other things. And so she'd been in this, her emotion was that she just felt stuck and Frustrated because she just kept working this job and had been going on for years, that she really wasn't happy where she was, but she just kept doing it. And so, then mm-hmm. of course, the result was that her emotion was frustrated, feeling stuck. Oh, I just have to be there. So, her result was that she just kept staying at this company that wasn't really aligned to her and doing things the same ways for years and years. She just kept doing it. And then, but what we figured out was when we started getting under the hood of what she was focused on, she was worried about leaving this job because it was really important to her that she be able to, she had a trust that she had, that had been set up by her Mm -hmm. parents for her. And it was important to her that she be able to leave some of that trust to her daughter when she passes and so Mm -hmm. in her mind she thought i must stay at this job and keep doing this because if i stop working then the trust will deplete and then i'll have nothing to leave to my daughter she didn't know that Mm -hmm. but once we started getting like what's going on here what's keeping you here and what we do we also as humans we make things very black and white so Mm -hmm. it was like oh her black and white was i stay here and even though I'm not happy, I'm not fulfilled, I'm just frustrated all the time, and I really want to get out, but I will guess I'll just deal with it. So she was tolerating all of that, and she thought it was either that, or she leaves, she makes no more money ever, and there's nothing to leave her daughter. That's what she was mm-hmm. doing, and that's very common like of something to see that we do black and white thinking but when you start to see what you really want in your life and you take the time to reflect like you said with somebody else get out of your own head like journal or talk with somebody else when we figured out what she really wanted then it opens all the possibilities and all the different choices so then she saw oh so i'm not just going to never make money she was 65 but she still had a ton to contribute And she and by the way, she had other things she could leave her daughter. It wasn't just this trust she had. She Mm -hmm. was like, oh, I have all these other things I could leave her. So it's just funny, like as obvious as that sounds, she had been running her cycle and living her life from that place for years until she could see clearly. It's just things like that 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 seem so simple once you uncover it. But it's not easy to see when you're in your own head.
0: Yeah, you got that right. (laughs) can never see what's in our own heads. You've said it multiple times. It seems so obvious. Your story, your client's story, it's like, oh, it seems so obvious once you kind of get there. The issue is that we never spend the time to do it. You and I work in life planning, so we have these kinds of conversations. But this is like when we have it with one of our clients, it's like the first time that they've really sat down and had this type of conversation. Now you might talk with your partner about certain things. Hey, what do we want to do for this summer coming up? What kind of fun activities? So you think you're sort of coming up with, oh yeah, I value this. I want to spend my time doing this, but it's not at that deeper level of like what's meaningful, you know, across five years, 10 years, my entire life. What kind of person do I want to be? And what kind of person do I want to be? And then, like you're saying, working backwards, if that's who I want to be, how do I work backwards to spend my attention and energy to to start being more of that person, spending more of my time being that person. So it just reminds me, we, we rarely have these types of conversations that where you step back, look at things. And then it does, it becomes obvious. You have a couple of these things, you spend a few hours. It's not like we're saying, Hey, it's this session's got to take, you know, once a week for two years. No, it's like, it's a few hours of time and you uncover a tremendous amount of things that are important to you. And you start exploring those.
1: I remember being in the life planning course that you did too. And I was so excited because it's so hard and on your own to think, I don't know, what matters? Like, I don't know. Or you just think the obvious things that everybody says, well, my family matters, well, my health matters, but you don't go deeper as you say. But I just remember those guiding questions and having that instrument to guide in conjunction with a conversation is life-changing. And I couldn't sleep that whole week because I was so excited for the possibilities that I hadn't seen before being taken out of my everyday life to see these things that you hadn't even contemplated before or thought were, were possible. And so much is possible that we think is not. It's, a, it's amazing.
0: It's incredible. There's, I, I think there is, there's so much possibility, especially in today's environment, there's yeah. so much that you could just go out and try in very small doses. And like you say, pay a little attention, yeah have an emotion, try something, do a behavior, see what your result is. And if, it, if it's good, it's like, ooh, that, getting up early and doing a workout, really at the end of the day, I felt, yeah, I felt good about that, like then you could try it again. So there's so many things yeah. that we can try today. So Andrea, I do wanna wrap up today's podcast. What are some things that the listeners could do today to at least get started in maybe that at the top of there, the attention, what is taking away their attention and where are things that little tips that you could give about where to start trying to pay attention.
1: The antidote to all of this, mo- the most powerful thing is getting clear what you want to create in your life, what's your experience of life, creating that yourself. So I just start with take out a sheet of paper and write on one side of it what energizes you and write on another side of it what de-energizes you or depletes mm. you. And start noting that because maybe other people are more aware than me. But when I started down this path, somebody asked me like, well, what brings you joy? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't been paying attention. So treat life kind of like a laboratory and an experiment. It can kind of be fun and start noticing all the different things. Like the people you're around. Does this person energize me? Do they deplete me? Is it just neutral? But you can do it for the people. You can do it for the projects. You do at work. You can do it for different habits that you have. Like for instance, I remember one time I went through where I thought I had to wake up at five o'clock in the morning to work out before the day got started. Well, that's in the depletion column for me. That does not work. (laughs) And then it could be meetings. Like I don't do meetings first thing in the morning. Because I need to have the time to get my thoughts clear, to work on some things, to kind of get going for the day. And then I'm much better Mm. for beatings in the afternoon. So just start writing down these things, noticing how you feel. Did it give you energy or did it deplete you? You hear so many people say, oh, I'm so depleted at the end of the day. What happened? But if you can get super clear and just make it, just start to notice and jot it down. And then you become really aware what it is. And what is the work that really lights you up? What are the people? And then you can go seek those things out when you need a little boost. You can go seek out the things that energize you, whether it's your self-care, whether it's a relationship, or whether it's work that, you know, isn't it awesome when you get work that you're just in the flow because you love it so much? But sometimes we're not aware of these things unless we write it down when it happens. How did that make us feel? So that's where I would start because that can get really clear on, oh, these are the things. So start focusing your attention there and then just take one step at a time. And if you did that all year, your life would be transformed in (laughs) a year just from that simple activity. There's not some guru that can tell you this is going to be what it is. You've got to figure it out within yourself, Because, like we said, it's internal rather than external. That's where the beautiful life experience and the fulfillment comes from.
0: I absolutely love that because I do talk about energy, but you put it so well, like what did you do during today that brought you more energy? And you're gonna come up with a couple things just from today, you know, when I did this walk where I spent time with my kid, or I made a nice meal. I loved, you know, I loved making that nice Mm -hmm. meal, like whatever it is. Because if you follow the energy, you will find your passion so much as, oh, find your passion. Like, what are you passionate about? Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what I'm passionate about. But just what brings you energy? And then what de-energizes you is the other, the flip side, and it's so important. And it reminded me, Andrea, of a book that I'll recommend called Spark Type, and it defines what kind of things you enjoy or not any of these kinds of of tests, right? But I love this one because it nailed me. I did the little test and they got a book and they have these different types. And it totally nailed me that I love to learn, okay? And so I'm a very learning person and I don't have to implement the learning. I can read the newspaper, read books, um, and I just love that it gives me more energy. And then i come here and talk to Andrea and other people about, I learned this thing, or I read this book and it was so cool. And I just love that learning. You know, what de-energizes me, they tell you this in the book too, yeah. spark type. I love it is, um, emotional conflicts or having employees or drama with humans. Right. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> that is completely draining to me, completely draining. You yeah. know, I can do a good job now and then, but it's, it, it uses a lot of my energy to do that. And this is what's so fascinating about humans is we're all different. And so it's so great and really frustrating because you don't have the guru to just say, here's how it is (laughs) for everybody, whether it's your nutrition, here's the food that that everybody should eat or your job or whatever it is. So you do have to do some internal work, but I love the energy. So definitely recommend that follow your energy and just try that out today see what brings you energy and see if you can do more of that this week and next week so andrea with that i'm gonna leave it there thank you so much for everything today andrea where can people um catch up with you or meet you or where can they find you
1: it's a mouthful but it's andreamiller lifeplanning.com that's my website so you can See more about me there. Get in touch with me. Maybe something there will inspire you for your own life. But Andrea Miller Life Planning and my Miller is spelled with AR. So M-I-L-L-A-R. And by the way, I'm also a certified Sparka type advisor that you were talking about. I've gone deep into that work. So that's get interesting. Get out of here. That brought that up. Yes. Oh yes. my
0: gosh. That's amazing. Well, definitely. Maybe we have a whole yeah. episode on that. I, I love that book and some of the stuff there. So that would be super fun. So yes. Andrea, thank you so much for being here today and joining me on the show.
1: Thank you, Mike, for having me. It's been fun. Thank you so much.
0: Thanks for joining us on Financial Planning for Entrepreneurs. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to and rate the podcast on Apple iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can connect with me at LinkedIn or MortonFinancialAdvice.com. I'd love to get your feedback. If you have a comment or question, please email me at FinancialPlanningPod at gmail.com. Until next time, thanks for tuning in. This recording is for informational purposes only and should not be considered for investment advice. Opinions expressed as are of the date of recording. Such opinions are subject to change. We do not guarantee the accuracy or completeness of the data presented here.